Now, as much as we try to do silly, and, and even when we do a little bit of serious, and we and actually we'll get to some of that this morning, but we do a lot of silly on the show. We definitely don't want to do wrong on the AJ McCall show on VFX. So when the announcement was made for the We Were Young Festival, I think like a lot of people, I especially was super giddy about it and super pumped and thought for sure, yeah, I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. That being said, we admitted uh, when we talked about this on, was it Tuesday or Wednesday? It was Tuesday, right? I don't remember. Yeah, probably. Earlier this week. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it was a quick turnaround, and I get, you know, I've been to festivals before, and it was a lot of money, even for the basic, 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 basic package. Mm-hmm. So after a couple days and everyone like, oh my gosh, this has come out so fast and there's such a good lineup, I don't want to say, don't want to come out and say one way or the other because I feel like that would lead to potentially people being like, uh, certain people potentially being like, okay, you can't do that. Right. I am not going anymore with pre-sale being today. Yeah. Uh, because I think there's just been enough questions raised, specifically the big one that stands out to me that I keep hear- hearing over and over again is no refunds. Right. Which a lot of the times when it comes to some of these concerts, that's the case. Um, but it, it, it's interesting because I don't think there's even like an insurance option on there. So when it comes to, oh, I, no. I mean, different concerts and things, I've purchased concert insurance. You know, it comes, it's like, here's an option and, and just it, in case. In the age of COVID. It costs more for, you know, the insurance on it. But it's usually not that bad but i i haven't seen that as an option no i I think ashley looked into it to double check because she's we talked about it yesterday and she's like i don't think we should go because again the big thing is no refunds and then there's a lot of other stuff behind it about uh, who's putting it on the reason why it was shoehorned together so fast it was announced and then you have to pay like pre-sales today so it was less than a week to sort it out there was a reason for that the fact that it's happening all in one day with that lineup means that it's not going to be a ton of performance time for basically everybody it's just you know again i'm not going to tell you what what you should or shouldn't do mm-hmm. for personal liability reasons but i'm going to say that i'm definitely not going to go after being super pumped about it because there is more than enough questions raised about it that i think Sketchy, sketchy is the word I would use. Yeah, a, a little, little bit, bit sketch. You know, I'm reading a couple. There's been a couple of articles that have come up, and I mean, my TikTok's all about this right now. But there's a due to having multiple stages across a one day event, they've got the rotating stages. So they'll have people setting up, and then as soon as they're done, you know, it spins around and rotates. Ta da! There's the next act type of a thing. Um, Organizers have said that it's typical for earlier acts to play 20 to 30 minute sets at large scale festivals. Headliners are playing 45 to 60 minutes. Um, But I I don't know. There's still no like real breakdown on it. Basically, they're like, oh, yeah, well, this is what I mean. Yeah, they're they're only going to play a couple of songs. And it's like, "Mm." again, yeah, sketchy is the word. A little bit. Yeah. Not going today's pre-sale day for it. I'm going. So yeah. I, I would love to, to but clear the air. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. So one of the cool things about the internet is that it does this great thing where McCall and I have a conversation and it goes, hello, AJ and McCall. I heard you have a conversation about how to sleep better. Mind if I show you this article that I definitely wasn't listening for Zuckerberg or Be- Bezos for? <laughs> and I go, whatever, I give it up on this. You definitely are spying on us. And it was about how to sleep better. And it has to do specifically with the color of your room. Nice. And I thought, well, McCall said recently she was thinking about redecorating a lot of her, her workspace or whatever. 
Maybe she should know this too. Yep. Of course, the internet doesn't spy on you to gather information or for anything nefarious. It's just trying to be helpful. Trying to be attentive. Yeah. AJ McCall on VFX. So, of course, I'm not suspicious when we talk about something on the AJ McCall show and the internet goes, hey, so random thing like, I just found this (laughs) yesterday. Actually, come up. You'll get to hear some of it. We're talking about sleeping better. Right. Right on cue, the internet goes, if you can't sleep better, just repaint your room. Mm. So, apparently, and it admits the article that I found about this survey says it's questionably reliable, but it says if you want to improve your quality of sleep, paint your bedroom purple or blue. But if you paint it green or beige, that's worse sleep. Okay. I'd love to know science science's reason behind it, but you know. <laughs> Apparently it was just people were asked how well they think they how well they sleep, and then they were asked what color their room was. And fifty eight percent of people with green bedrooms said they sleep well, twenty seven percent they sleep poorly. I feel like I mean there there's more people who have their rooms as like beige. Currently green's also a pretty popular color for people. Um people going to be losing some sleep. Then. But 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 I feel like when when you look at it scientifically there's more people in those categories anyway. So you're going to get more terrible answers. This is why I wanted to bring it to you because I it doesn't say this. It just asks people because the, the answer is a comparison. So you're like, okay, well, a majority of people slept better with green than not. Why is that not paid that? Because according to the same survey, 84% of people with a purple room said they sleep well as opposed to 16% who don't. And 76% in blue compared to 24% who don't sleep well. Mm-hmm. It's a really loose survey. But again, yeah. the, the two things to focus on here is one, the internet again spying on the AJ McCall show. For and be sure. like, hey, by the way, did you know? And two, I was that's why I brought it to you because I was like, how how? How? I just I don't feel like the whatever I have on my wall, unless it's a poster of something that's terrifying, right. or like I paint Slenderman into the wall and I wake up and I'm like, Whoa! Oh. Oh, Woo! right. Yeah. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think the room being green is just gonna magically be like, I can't sleep. Room. Green. I mean can't I mean- handle. I know there's like certain colors that affect the ambiance of it, like red. Red makes you more hungry, which is why all of the different like places, restaurants, etc. use red is because that's a common one for, for hunger. Um, Blue is supposed to be the calming one for what it's worth. Yeah, it is. But I think it kind of depends on like what shade and what hue. I think hue. it's supposed to be lighter blue. Yeah, I think so too. But uh you know, sure. That said, I'm not going to paint my room purple. Sorry. I, I, I painted the room that we were living in before upstairs. It was purple. It's not purple anymore. Did you sleep better in it? Yeah. Do you sleep better now than you did before? And what color is I mean, it now? I didn't. It. I, I, I painted it before we moved in, like before we moved up oh. there because I was like, I no, I don't want to move things sleeping, out. And then have been sleeping so well. Man, I already sleep pretty like well. Rock. I don't really have any issues with sleeping. Oh. <sighs> The the inner the, what like what how who thought of this who put this know. survey together was like hey so how well do you think you sleep and what color is your robe <laughs> like who, who put it together I I don't know like there's a cor- like I, I just like there's so many correlation other yeah exactly I think there's so many other factors but again yet again the internet was like hey AJ and McCall I noticed you were talking about sleeping well I happened to find this mm-hmm. I hope it is helpful and that is the only reason I happen to find it <laughs> wink. <laughs> 
The whole conversation started, though, because I've not been sleeping well. And a friend of mine suggested I try White Noise and even gave me a YouTube channel to listen to. And it was the worst possible thing you could have done. I will tell you why and play just a snippet of it for you. We already know, based on the list of things people need more of, sleep is ranked very high. And I think right now, even you would be like, yeah, I, I mean, could I get some more sleep? Yeah, I would definitely take some more sleep. Absolutely. AJ McCall on VFX. So when you're not sleeping well, it could just throw off your whole game. So I have not been talking about it. And someone suggested I try white noise. Okay. I thought, okay, well, that's, you know, it's not uncalled for, right? Right. So then they went a step further. They said, oh, well, there's actually YouTube channels donated specifically to like sleeping background noise, et cetera. Uh-huh. You should try. Yeah. So they sent me one. I'm going to play just a little bit of this for you. And I want to know what you think about it because I have thoughts on it. So here's just a clip of this. Kay. Here's just a clip of the, the YouTube link that's 10 hours long they sent me. So I I, I I like it. I feel like it's very I don't know, you've got you've got the the mutteredness in the bottom of it. I feel like for me, this is a great idea. Maybe not this exact YouTube channel, but I feel like something with like some subliminal messaging or something, because I feel like I don't know what she says. I don't know what her her singing is. I don't know what it references. I don't know if it's some kind of you know, spell or whatever to be able to actually sleep well. But I think to. I cannot stand it. Really? It sent like we listened to. It's says 14. I signed like five seconds. It sends shivers up my spine. It raises my anxiety. That's crazy. I have no idea why, but I was listening to it yesterday when, when I got sent to me. And I, it's 10 hours and I clicked around and it changes a little bit, Mm -hmm. but like I felt more height, like stressed out. I was freaking out listening to it. And I was like, I don't know what is happening in this because it's supposed to be just a coffee shop with just old music on in the background and rain on the window. And I think honestly, it has like a portrait that moves as the background that bugs me out too. I think if I were to see the portrait that was moving, that would be a different, I think I would freak out more about it but no for me i mean i thought that was a it was nice uh, N- not necessarily like oh wow peaceful but like serene it, calming I, it 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 sent like i it sent shivers up my spine in just that four second it raises my stress level i have no idea why <laughs> i was like dude i don't know what you sent me but this is demon magic and oh, i don't pff. care for it i didn't mind that that being said i know you could hey Teach their own, and I'll send yeah, you the link, sure. and you can have it. Well, I'm not my question, to it, my but... follow, <laughs> my follow question was, what would be your white noise? Because there was a study the other day that said it, it shouldn't be the television. Leaving a TV on yeah. while you to, as you fall asleep is actually very bad for you. I would believe that. So, what would be the not demon magic thing that you could put on in the background that would actually help you sleep? Like I saw the other day, uh, I think it was Google mm-hmm. changed one of their white noise for kids, whatever. I can't remember what it was. And then pe- people fri- flipped out because they didn't say really? anything. Okay. But they had a white noise generator specifically for kids. And they were like, oh, we're just going to change it. Didn't say yeah. anything. Because like I see the thing where people are like, whale sounds in no. the beach. No. Or birds in nature. And I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. Like those Mm-mm. suck. Yeah. I'd like to think like rain on a window, which is in this, mm-hmm. would be because I like sleeping during storms. But that. Mm. Yeah. That that's whatever it is does something to me and yeah. it's not good. Yeah. Humidifier for me. Mm. 
pretty good. If you play some subliminal messaging, I guess, throughout that lovely little playlist. Take over the world. Um, sort Take of like that. Over I mean, yeah, yeah. Take over the world. Yeah. I think the only thing that would creep me out more is if you had the, you know, like in horror movies, they'll take a, a nursery rhyme and they'll have like three little girls sing it and Oof. like they'll just uh-uh. do it acapella. Yeah. That. Big pass. Like if you hear that ever, I you are that. going you, to not be alive in four seconds. You run away. Yeah. As fast as possible. Acapella, little girls singing a nursery rhyme, like slow too, right? It's way slower. It's always slow. Yeah. yeah. It's over. Yep. Mm. Sorry. Mm. Frankly, that would probably be kind of a soundtrack for not like, but you'd have to put like that uh, Benny Hill behind it. Yeah. <laughs> that would be Florida. That would yes. be Florida or not. Yes. Now we play Adult Guess Who, where it's who's the most disappointing one via super dumb stories. Oh, yeah. Florida or not with AJ McCall on VFX to headlines, please. Okay. Headline number one some guy stole an $8,000 guitar by hiding it in his pants. So nobody's going to see that. He stole it though. Like that They're still looking for him. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> well, I'm sure that they saw him and anyway, I, I I'm sure we'll we'll, we'll come we'll back get to into it, it later. Like so like it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Well, we'll we'll get <laughs> into it because I know there's only so much that you can do when you're like on the job. Anyway, there's story one. Then we got story number two. Seventy four year old guy pulled a BB gun on golfers for violating golf etiquette. Driving their cart under the putting green. How dare you? Uh, you're not supposed to do that because it has grooves and stuff right. in it. So you're also not supposed to, you know, pull BB guns on people. You're saying probably not. Yeah, but so there you go. <laughs> He's not totally wrong. Uh, yeah, at but least yeah, his well, logic, not no. his action. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. There's your two crazy stories. <laughs> how does it? How does it dude get away with a guitar in his pants? I don't know. Was he wearing Jinko jeans? Must have been. <sighs> There's no reason to beat around the bush. We all want to know how and why a dude got a guitar in his pants and then out the store. Yep. AJ McCall for the Northern Glass Pros, Florida, not on VFX. So let's just hear the story. Like, we, we don't need to make jokes, nothing. I got to hear this. Okay. So this guy, like AJ said, guitar in the pants. He stole an $8,000 electric guitar. From a music shop last month. So obviously he wasn't like breaking into somebody's house. This was actually a store. So he stuffed it down his pants, walked out, hopped into a vehicle driven by another suspect, and the cops are still looking at him. Looking for them. He had to sound like Davy Jones walking. Like he he did a thunk. He had the neck down one pant leg. Thunk. Yeah. So the guitar was a limited edition one. Right. It's the Gibson uh, Custom Shop 60th anniversary uh, 59 uh, Les Paul standard electric guitar so it's not small so anyway he was wearing quote extremely large baggy pants i yeah he had to have had on like jingo jeans like there's no other way this worked so he had the neck of his guitar down the pants body in his sweater i mean still though i'm gonna look at the video i'm watching the video you know how it is when you like pretend to hide something under your shirt or whatever you get that boxy look and it's like yeah this is how i just work out it's the year 2022. Why do surveillance cameras still look like this? <laughs> That's a fair point. I, I mean, because apparently uh, that was that, speaking he's of 2022. H- how? How is that possible? He drops something. He holds guitar, grabs phone. Like, There's literally like three people who are standing around. Like, what's this guy doing? 
You see this guitar and <laughs> gone in my pants. Dude, the gusto that of some make people. Any sense. Physical gusto. I don't support it, but this also may be 2022 customer service uh, energy. We're like, ah, uh, uh, mm, not, not my sorry. job. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> There's story one. Then we got story number two. 74-year-old guy pulled a BB gun on some golfers for violating golf etiquette. They were driving their carts onto the putting green. You can't you can't do either of these things, okay? No, you're yes. He is not wrong. That is not proper etiquette. Neither Why yeah. why did he have a BB gun on the golf course is also a good question. Um, Pretty sure that's look. not good golf etiquette. He he lives he lives in a home that backs up to the hole. Oh, so he's so near- he was looking out his window and he was like, so he's wait just, a second. He's just super invested in golf course maintenance. Then. Yeah. So he, you know, lives Ugh. there. And then he was like, yep, you can't oh. do that. OK, so the age of the dude in story number two means like I should probably pick that one. But like I, I probably should as well, because how are you just not impressed by the dude in story number one? Honestly, after getting all the details, I mean, I think it's a little bit he took advantage a little bit of laziness, but like, yeah. I, I think he had to walk out of the store and he think to himself, this is this is happening? Like, this this is working? I can't believe this is working. Out he went. I'm, I, I'm going with one. Going with story number one because it's the crazier one. Is it story number one? No. Toronto. That happened in Toronto. Canada? Yep. Can't everybody do that well in I think that's the thing. I think everybody was like, "Oh, he's not really stealing. He obviously owns that guitar." What a clever nobody prank. Would, nobody would actually steal. <laughs> We're in Canada. Idiots. I I I think the <laughs> I think the new standard's been set. I'm I'm can someone top guitar in pants? That's the new standard for impressive things stuffed down pants. Um, that one's that one's great. Yeah. I don't I can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. Yeah. AJ McCall for Florida not on VFX. Bonus Florida Knot because it is both silly and kind of stupid. One of my favorite memes is the one where it says all these billionaires in the world and no one decided to be Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Well, might get a violent kick into being necessary because one state's police department the other day was looking for about 10 seconds for the Joker. Oh, boy. Did you know there was a Gotham City, Missouri? I think I did, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, I think I knew that. AJ McCall on VFX's bonus Florida not just got even more interesting. Oh, good. So here's what happened. So in Gotham City, Missouri. Of course. Highway Patrol, Missouri State Highway Patrol sent out a cell phone alert to people saying authorities are looking for a purple and green 1978 Dodge 3700 GTE. Okay. The problem is that is the exact car the Joker drove in the 1989 movie Batman. Okay. Luckily, soon afterwards, patrol sent out everyone. Hey, just kidding. <laughs> no, nah, don't check it. Nah, we're April, April Fools. So they got they got pranked or whatever, and they were trying to look for the Joker, which made me think one of my favorite memes is the one that shows up every once in a while. And says all these billionaires on the planet, and no one decided to be Batman. True, but hear me out. Have you seen any of the Christian Bale Batman movies? Yes. Right. So Christian Bale comes back, and what does he have to do with his public persona? To make sure that nobody suspects he's Batman. I don't remember. He's basically a huge tool. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a huge tool, and everyone's like, oh, Bruce Wayne is just such a shame to the Wayne family. All right? Have you seen the recent pictures of Bezos? Yeah. 
Dude, he looks like Pitbull. He is jacked. He looks like Pitbull. And he's a huge tool. But I think, I think, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. But we don't have any Batman going on right now. Not yet. But now there was a call to find the Joker, and I didn't know Gotham City actually existed. I don't know what state, there's like what city officials are like, all right, somehow the nerds have won the vote here, and Gotham City, Missouri it is. Like, how, how What? it's great. I love it. It's, Batman's my all-time favorite superhero. Right, right. I don't know how I didn't know it existed, but clearly See, nerds got a hold of city council one year, and they're like, all in favor, done. and done. <laughs> and then changed everyone, it. Yeah, and then nobody wanted to spend the money to change all the signage again. See, as much as I want to be, like, on board with this conspiracy theory, and that's basically what I'm just going to call it, as much as I want to be on board with it, I don't think you could pay Jeffrey Bezos enough money to go to Gotham City in Missouri. I, honestly, I don't. Oh, I don't think he's going to go to Gotham City. I don't know where he would go. I, I, you're probably right. It's not expensive enough for him. <laughs> okay? It doesn't have enough, like, dolly. No, not there. Okay? He, dude looks like Pitbull. <laughs> I, 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 the last picture I that he posted with his girlfriend who was married to some linebacker guy, I think. I don't know. Football, basketball guy. So he built himself up like one. Yeah. He was like, oh. That's what she likes. Got it. Done. Dolly. Jeffrey Bezos. I can't. You, again, tool, rich, now jacked. Super jacked. I'm just saying, if Batman magically shows up and stops a crime somewhere. See where Jeffrey it's Jeff, is. It's, plus, See where he is plus, first. In, in in Batman, Wayne Tech invents all the stuff. Yeah. If you're going to pick a company, I mean, I don't expect Bill Gates or any of the Apple people to go run around being Batman anytime, so that'd probably be my first gadget company or maybe Google, but I don't know any of those people. But, like, Amazon inventing gadgets for him to stop crime. No, Amazon more so, like, employs other people to create stuff. I would guess, like, Tesla. I would guess more like Musk would be doing that. I mean, that. let's be honest. He he's a tool too. He's just so he's not built as big as as now do, as uh, Pit Bezos over there. <laughs> true, it's true. Okay, so it'll be Batman, but he'll be like instant delivery. So like instead of having the equipment on hand, he'll yeah. be on his phone, and then it'll drone in whatever right. he needs. Right, and they'll be like, aha! And then he'll stop the crime. In the meantime, while he's waiting, Taco Bell also drops at the same time because they had to do like a double DoorDash delivery. <laughs> Drone delivery. Bezos, Batman. That's what I'm getting. Yep. <sighs> <laughs> I can't. We were already talking this morning about redecorating the house in the form of painting a room so you can sleep better, right? Yeah. Uh, well, how about the, the internet giveth? Oh. Uh, so every once in a while, we'll come up with those interesting stories, and I always ask you, because you had to tear down your house to studs, what right. was the cool thing you found right. when you tore down? Not weird. Excuse me, not creepy, but definitely weird. Would you like to guess what a Michigan man found a hundred and sixty plus of under his porch? Bodies. Jeez, <laughs> I think a lot of look. Oh. You of all people would have heard about I that. Know. I know, I know. We got a podcast. We're driving there now and trying to make it. We'll figure this out. You would have been on top of that to begin with. No, I'll tell you this. You own one. I don't own bodies. No, no, you own one of what he found. Oh, okay, good. Jason Pete. <laughs> Just feels like a good idea to clarify yet again. I don't think McCall has bodies under her porch. And I don't. before all you murder mystery podcast listeners are all titillated and whatever, no, Homeboy did not find 160 bodies under his porch. Good. 
The question was, there was a guy who went viral because he found 160 plus of something under his porch. And I was asking McCall what she thinks her guess is of what it is. Bodies was the first answer. That's not correct. AJ okay. McCall at VFX. Do I guess again? Sure. T-Rex skulls. <laughs> the Rock and Nick Cage would be there so fast. I know. They're fighting. What is it going to cost for me to get 81? I just have to have the most T-Rex skulls. <sighs> Okay, remember the clue was you have one of these. Oh, I don't have a T-Rex skull. You do not. I also don't you have any bodies. Fact, rocks. Two for two. I have rocks. Two for two. Plants? They, they looked like rocks. No. Dead plants. Bowling balls. Oh, what the H? He was redoing his porch, so he tore it out, and he was digging in, right, to lay the foundation. Yeah. And he just found this, like, circle uh, or this textured thing in there, and it's it's uh, over 160-plus Bowling balls. Some of them aren't even ones with like holes in them. They're not even finished. Turns out, apparently his house used to be near the Brunswick Bowling Factory. And whoever lived there, I guess, before just got the the ones that were rejects and then decided to fill in his porch space with bowling balls. This week on Bowling Ball Hoarders. That's basically <laughs> what I hear from that. I Okay. Um, yes. But also maybe, just maybe, if you figure out how to stack them correctly or maybe you sand them down on the tops or the bottoms or something, hear me out, maybe a great foundation. Well, Solid. So, so he decided, he, he dug them all up, and it's funny you said T-Rex skulls because he said, I felt like a paleontologist with my brush just You're carving not. out the bowling balls. Sorry. So he uses them for borders for, like, landscaping. He gave some to his dad who makes furniture. McCall's not liking this. <laughs> and he donated some to a church. Mm. Not, not feeling Look, it. Look, good for you. Donate them to the church. Okay. Donate all of them to the church. What is the church going to do? Here, Here's 75 unfinished bowling balls. <laughs> what, what does the church do with that? I don't see. I don't see it being a beautiful landscaping move. Ah, yes. How would you like your waterfall encompassed? Ah, oh, bowling balls. Saw them in half, please. Yes. This will not look tacky at all. No. I want to do this. I want to do this. I have a passion for bowling. No, get out. No, you don't. Stop it. Look, chase your dreams. Okay. Aspire to be great things. Bowling ball architect of landscape. Not not what I was going for. Not what I was thinking. So what I'm hearing from you is this is sounding a little little five minute craftish a little bit. A little bit. I swear, Did five you minute know crafts. Bowling balls can make great landscape outlines. That's yeah, that's what I'm getting from it. I'm watching. I've watched a couple of five minute crafts. It's like, oh no, here, burn a hole in your carpet. You know what you do now? You put some, put some hot glue down. Throw some uh, fluffy looking things on top of the carpet. Wait for a second for it to dry, and then melt it again. Oh my gosh, nobody will ever know. <laughs> Why would you do that? What's the point? No, absolutely not. It's very five-minute crafts-ish. <laughs> Here's an idea. You've got, a, you've got a broom, okay? Cut the broom. Cut it off like, I don't know, half of the bristles, okay? Put them in between a wire hanger. Great, okay? Now clamp it down. Grab a drill. This is what I saw. Grab a drill. Spin it so that you have now a sink brush. I'm sorry. Buy one from the store for $1.50. I, that's my bad. I used the buzzword. That's my bad, everybody. <laughs> Five minute crafts. I swear is satirical at this point. You can see, if it's not, I'm really worried. You can see, you can see the video that I saw about Bowling Ball Man, 
on our Twitter, Utah's VFX, and decide for yourself if it's Five Minute Craftish or the dude stumbled on a, an interesting design idea. Mm-hmm. Either way, it was not 160 bodies or T-Rex schools. Now I'm disappointed. <laughs> Volleyballs so, is so random. I, I completely agree. It might, in, in some ways, it's a lot weirder because your bodies are, everybody would be fascinated by the story, as sad as it would be. Bowling balls, again, whatever. I have to know why. Why? Yeah. Why are there so many bowling balls down right. there? Yeah. <laughs> Collection. I, I mean, why is a question we ask ourselves every week as well. Why do people not understand what stripy rectangles are for? Parking, obviously. Uh, yeah, well, that's what this week's nominees thought. I don't know what the deal is, but uh, 2021, I thought, was a lesson in Parknarks. We kind of had a theme going mm-hmm. on. Like, the the first year of Parknarks, AJ McCall at VFX, was just people double parked, right? It was your basic parking. Right. The, the, the second year, the 2020, and I think the pandemic definitely contributed to it, kind of got weird in a lot of ways. Yeah, there was a lot of really odd parking, and I feel like a lot of people were just really confused, which made me, I mean, I feel for you, okay? 2020, confusing year. We were all there. 2021, mm, yeah, same too, though. It, it felt it felt a little bit like, eh, who knows how much time I have left, whatever. I'm not going con- to be confined by your, your definition of parking spaces. Yeah. I cannot be concerned with your opinion of me. So that was 2020. And twenty, and, and not to say that we didn't have weird throughout, but it just felt like there was a lot of weird 2020. 2021, it was definitely the stripy rectangle was the predominant thing. Yeah. Well, to start 2022, we're seeing it again. Yep. Guys. The, you can't. You cannot park there. I don't know if you know this or not. Not a parking spot. And well, nominee number one thought it was okay because it's a compact stripy rectangle. So they, Still no. they rolled in and moved to Kona out of the way because they're like, oh, thank you for reserving my spot. I appreciate that. So kind of you. Jerks. Nominee number two, not to be outdone, decided to just park. Com- like, okay, so it's one thing to park on a stripy rectangle. Yep. That makes you an idiot, as yes. nominee number two is too. How about the fact that, again, this person parked at the front of a store with the stripy rectangles next to special needs spot, right, to give them if they need to pull in a certain way, yeah. to give them ramp access, whatever they need. Yeah. So everyone is facing, like, if you say everyone is horizontal, this person is parked vertical. Yep. Would that not be a big indicator you need to change something, even if it wasn't a stripy rectangle? Yep. It's perpendicular to everything. <sighs> within the parking spot. Perpendicular within the parking spot. It, it's ridiculous. I forgot to ask you this, I think, last week, but it's one of our big traditions with Park Narcs on Fridays is to ask, because we don't vote. We're not trying to shade anybody's vote. But now we've we've let the whole week go by. We've stewed. We've stared at it. Mm-hmm. Which one do you think is the worst? Ugh, I don't like either one of them. That's fair. That's to be noted. Majority of the time when it comes to park narcs. It's hard to feel like figure out who is the bigger tool when you have the person who actively moved the cone. Yeah. And then everything we said about number two. Yeah. And I think that's uh, I think that's where I fall right now is uh, in, a, in a conflicting zone. It's tough. But I would say... I would say probably Parker number two. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning that way too because the audacity to just be like <laughs> to pull in, be perpendicular to everybody. Fr- you're right front and center of the store and everything. And you're like, this is fine. This is it. Trump's just a smidge. The person getting out, moving the cone, yeah, and then getting back in or whatever they had to do to finish up parking, or maybe that was the end of it. They just moved it out of the way after they parked. Like just, just a smidge. Yep. You look for yourself, though. You vote for yourself. Pin to the top of our Facebook page. 
Utah's VFX, which parking spot annoys you the most? Same social media, Instagram, Twitter work as well. If you want to submit a Park Narc nominee, we just got another one in this morning. Please and thank you. Safely take those pictures. Mm-hmm. Good place to go, I think, for the little ones, right? Mm-hmm. Cash Valley Fun Park would be a good place. Well, Absolutely. listen, send in a message. And I think collectively we agree if you talk very loudly on your phone, you're kind of a tool. Yeah. What happens, though, if it talks about someone talks very loudly and you overhear something that really bothers you personally? Oof. One listener found themselves in a situation. What do you do if someone basically invites you into your converse, in their conversation if they're just like, blah, 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 over the phone in public? Mm-hmm. AJ McCall on VFX. One listener sent us a message. It said, uh, I was in the gym the other day and a girl came in, younger girl, talking very loudly on her cell phone. It wasn't like I was trying to eavesdrop. She just clued everybody into what was going on. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that she had found out she was pregnant. And between her and her boyfriend, it was not it was a surprise. Okay. So they were not happy about it. And so she was basically complaining out loud. While me personally, uh, I've struggled for years to get pregnant. And it just really upset me. Yeah. And my question is, if someone is having a really personal, a controversial conversation loudly in a semi-public space, does that give you the right to butt in? I shut up because I didn't. To be honest, went to the bathroom and cried, but I just still felt compelled to say something, even though I did not this time. Should I have? Mm, no. <clears throat> now, there, there's. I'm not going to, I mean, invalidate, obviously, your emotions that you're feeling around those things, very valid. Her emotions around those things, though, also super valid in her situation, because from situation to situation, you never know anybody's life, right? There's one thing that I actually have have stumbled across recently because uh, over the last like year or so, I've been going to therapy. I've been doing a lot of work trying to understand the way that I react to things and why I react the way that I do react to things. One of the things that I've, I've stumbled across is that when it comes to these like triggers in situations, uh, people, people don't like trigger you. They trigger your triggers and you... Right the trigger usually points to what you need to be healing and what you need to be working on. And so while it, it was something that hurt and it was very painful in this situation, um, that's something that obviously needs to be healed and moved forward and moved through. Yeah. Well, I, all I can think personally, like it, it sucks. Absolutely. I, I'm sorry you find yourself in the situation, but all I can think is like, anyone like if you just walked up to McCall or me and they're like hey so I heard what you're talking about and by the way like my everyone's same response is gonna be like all right crazy person please get away from yeah. either that to anger I don't think anyone's gonna be like oh thank you kind stranger mm-hmm. I would appreciate your feedback on this whole situation now don't get me wrong I think the person talking very loudly is absolutely a tool because like why why that specifically is very personal it, yeah and I guess if you don't care you don't care but I mean man that is some serious business laundry to just be waving around in front of everybody while you're walking around on the phone right but, but also it's like a personal conversation too you know I agree <clears throat> yeah. but the one she said it's very loud I just assume speakerphone that's what I assume or either oh, that yeah. or like it's turned up super loud and they got the one earphone in yeah and you can just hear everything anyway yeah and so like. Uh, it is still personal, so no, but nobody's going to respond kindly to you to be like, I heard overheard that, and I want to weigh in on it. it it's uh, I feel for you. I really do. It super sucks, but you did. I think you did the right thing by not butting in because I don't think it was going to solve anything. might have made you feel better, but I think if the person had gotten upset and started yelling at you, I think it just kind of would have doubled down on all of that emotion. Yeah. 
You know, and I, I <clears throat> sorry, I think that she's getting choked up. I don't know what's going on, but I, I think that a lot of the times, um, it, it turns to a point of gratitude. Also, um, you can sit and, and realize because at this point, um, listener does have their, their baby and is very, you know, grateful, obviously. And so I think it turns into, to that more so than anything, because the only person's life that you're in control of is your own. And I mean, even then there's things that are out of your control, but perspective is the one thing that you do have control over. Tough one, but I think a start to a little bit into Cash Valley Secrets Friday, right? We do confessions. We get into, you know, things like that. And (laughs) I don't know. I don't know when this came in because I can't see when it came in. Right on cue, though, after talking about serial killers, I got one for you. A confession that has to do with not serial killing. I want to be very clear, Mm -hmm. but serial killers. And I got to think it's a prank that doesn't involve anybody's life being in danger. I'm very clear about that, but I got to think you're going to enjoy what this confession is. (laughs) Serial killers came up. Uh huh. Because I, I I assume they're just never that far away from people's forethought anymore. AJ McCall at VFX. So try for Cash Valley Seekers, right? Confessions, keep them anonymous. You get them off your chest. You can text in 68255, the number text, start your text with VFX, or send us a message on our social media, Utah's VFX. For the past 10 months, I've secretly been adding in famous murderers and serial killer photos into our own family photos around the house. Oh, my god! My wife still has not noticed. I'm hoping I make it to a year. Dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> I told you. That is gone. so good. I told you. <laughs> I was just McCall was talking about something serious like five, a few minutes ago, and I was looking at these, see what we had for today. I just lost it reading that one. I mean, it's along the same lines. I love when people, like, I see on TikTok all the time, they either replace people in the nativity scene. It's yeah. always funny. Or the Obi-Wan Kenobi from the second Star Wars movie. They put him in. Yeah. The, oh, my gosh. I love it. It's so, so good. good. That okay. was really good. I know, right? That's it's a great gonna, confession. Here's the, This was not bad either. Okay. I like to draw crudely drawn nether regions right. on dirty windows of and cars in my complex. Well, of course. The windows, and usually the car itself, is then cleaned shortly thereafter. Since I started this, the cars in our complex are generally cleaner. It's not much, but I feel like it's my contribution to improving our apartment community. Wow. I am so proud of you. (laughs) If there's one thing we know about Logan, too, there's always going to be another car wash. Another one. All the time. (laughs) That's good. Way to go, buddy. Am I a hero? Yes, 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 I am. Obviously. Uh, all these years, and I just discovered that the in the song Smooth Criminal by Michael Jackson isn't asking Eddie if he's okay. No, it's Eddie, Annie. Eddie Van Halen, the guitarist. How dare you? That's a new one. That is a new one. Eddie, are you okay? Like the whole song, he's just, dude, are you good? Eddie. Are, are you good? Yo, Eddie. No. Oh. Annie. Okay, how about this one? My wife is a dog person, begged for five years to get a dog. I never had a dog, didn't want the smell of responsibility. I cave, we got a rescue dog. Immediately fell in love with the furry idiot, his words, and give it so much attention that it ignores my wife. I can tell my wife regrets ever asking. That's hilarious. That's all those are always like my favorite videos is like seeing people who fall in love with their like rescue dogs. They're always the ones who are like, I'm not getting a dog. The dad who said the he dad didn't want who another said cat. No. Yeah. Yep, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. Last one. I worked in a diner and would eat a minimum of two to three fries off someone's plate before taking a meal out to them. 
Everyone does it. That's a lot. Two to three fries is a lot. That's a lot. I mean, over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah, that's a lot. Somebody's eating your fries. How dare you? Better start counting them. Better count them. Don't worry about counting your fries. All right, so obviously we're going to fit Zephron's Ted Bundy somewhere into the family photo album sometime in the next month or so, right? That's what we've decided? Yep. Yes. We did, indeed. Yes. One of the things we talk about a lot on the AJ McCall show is the keys to a long life. Because one of our favorite things is to find out when someone passes away near or over 100 years old what they say it is. Because it's never, I ate broccoli every day and jogged a mile. No. It's always like I had vodka and hot dogs, a.k.a. Betty White. Yeah. And because Betty White passed away and she was so beloved and everybody said it's way too soon even at 99, someone decided to finally try and put a list of things together that are key to living a long life. Okay. Now, I know that we all would love to know what the secret was to a longer life so we could live to be, you know, 105-year-old. Maybe. Maybe not all of us. But that's not what we're looking at necessarily this morning. But the question always is, post someone living to triple digits or close to it, what were their keys to longer life? Yeah. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debated date on VFX. And 17 Secrets for Living was done, and it's shared on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. And I like that one of them is uh, uh, allow yourself some vices, whether that is something like hot dogs or vodka. Hot dogs which, and vodka. Which is Betty White's vices. But I thought the interesting thing was to list some of these off and see what you know you and I think about them, because a little bit cliche at times, but like... One of them, you know, is don't compare yourself to uh, you or your life to anyone else because that's just asking for the worst kind of trouble. Bingo. You ain't them. They ain't you. You have no idea how gnarly their demons might be. Very true. So there's that. The vices. Uh, uh, I thought one of the good ones, too, was learn to say no when you need to say no Correct. and don't feel guilty about it. Yes. Um, I can give for instance. So Ashley is just has a terrible case of the flu right now yeah she is home for now her third day awful just suck it up and i told and and each day has gone exactly like this i don't feel well okay what's wrong symptoms you should probably stay home i don't think i can no you're not feeling well you can stay home Uh, and then eventually i win the argument because she just feels absolutely miserable she doesn't have the strength to go on arguing with me right say no you can say no because Certain people, people close to you should understand, family Absolutely. and friends. Yeah. And there should be at least some level of respect in terms of the workplace or et cetera. Like, it just has, she, she is sick. She is sick as a dog. Right. Down for the couch. You're not making this one up. They're going to understand. Yeah. At the end of the day, you feel like you're letting other people down, but you got to take care of yourself first because- Nobody else is going to. You are going to let them down if you show up and do substandard work because you're going to disappoint yourself too. Just take care of yourself. It'll be there. The work will be there when you come back. I promise you. Work ain't going to go anywhere. It's not like magically you're going to be gone. They're like, well, we got all the work done. We don't know what to do. Yeah, exactly. There's going to be something there. Exactly. Also on that list, say you're sorry whenever it's required. Mm-hmm. I think it's very important. I think it's kind of along the same lines in terms of the stubbornness when it comes to dealing with emotions and sticky situations. Like we have trouble saying no when we need to and trouble apologizing. And admitting, because I think self-reliance or self-awareness, excuse me, mm-hmm. is a very big thing. Yes. I think it addresses the don't compare yourself, learn who you are is on this list, say you're sorry. Like self-awareness, I think, is 
huge mm-hmm. because you can identify your shortcomings. You can uh, identify what you need to work on, what your strengths are. Because honestly, you should you should be the most honest with yourself. Yeah, should not take someone else to tell you. Kind of a tool. Yeah, that's already a huge swing and a miss on your part. Yeah. What would you like to add to the list of McCall? There's a bunch on Again, you can see them on our Facebook page, Utah's VFX, and I think they're a bit cliche, but I think a lot of it, there's truth that rings true to some of it. What else should be thrown in there? The list of long life or the list of... Living well. I've been listening to a book. I think books are very impactful, but I've been listening to a book called The Gifts of Imperfection by Brene Brown. It's one of my all-time favorite books ever. Some of the things that she actually references is living a uh, meaningful life. And she talks about creating for the sake of creating and not not creating because it's something that you have to do. But taking the guilt, taking the shame out of doing things like dancing and singing and painting and creating. Because those are the things that I think as a our, our innate human nature is to create like the fact that we learned how to paint and create before we even learned how to feed ourselves as human beings speaks volumes I think so um creating is a big priority I think you can add to the list you can see the list that we referenced well Utah's VFX on Facebook something that did not make this list that I think is very important as well and in fact a, a survey was recently done about it is the need to also mentally Maintain yourself a oh, little yeah. bit more. Go to therapy. In terms of specifically resetting, mm. needing to make a change every once in a while. Make 2022 the year of mental maintenance. Yeah. AJ McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. And I think one of the best things to do that is it's not being all of a sudden compulsive necessarily to make a change. Sometimes it's just freshening things up because getting stuck in a routine can turn into getting stuck in a rut, and mm-hmm. then you just feel like, what am I doing here? And the average person needs some of sort of reset change. In fact, uh, they say on average about every seven months, and it could be anything from a job, a hairstyle, mm-hmm. their diet, something in their relationship. It could be a ton of different things. Mm-hmm. So I thought I would point this one out to you because it made the list. It was number two. Okay. How often do you feel, on average... Since you had active control over your hair, do you feel like you change your hairstyle? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I go in every, I don't know, maybe a couple months, maybe a couple months. When I was like changing my hair color, that was, you know, every couple months also. But at this point, I feel like going in and actually like touching it up. Yeah, maybe a month and a half. Average is... Uh... Average six, is four, six weeks. 14 months. 14 months. People want to change their hairstyle every 14 mm. months is what the, the list says. Hairstyle makes sense. Hairstyle hair as a whole changes, you know, but going into like touch it up, maintenance, upkeep, whatever type of a thing. You know, and I think that these are some of the diet's not a huge thing. Like it's a commitment. So hopefully yeah. you can stick to it. But I don't think all these things are necessarily um, they're, they're changes. But I think the, the reset, you got to think in terms of, I think, not necessarily everyday things, but kind of changing up the everyday routine as well. Because, like, one of the reasons I like to travel is I think it's just good to put yourself somewhere else yeah, and mentally unplug for a second. Mm-hmm. I found it to be extremely helpful. It's one of the biggest things we took away, Ashley, and took away from COVID is being stuck at home so much more made it just kind of, you know, it was home and I was working from home and she was home a lot. And so it was just 
all these different things, and then you couldn't really separate it when it was time to sleep. Yeah. So then one of the things, the biggest takeaways we got was going and just sleeping somewhere else as a reset was huge for us. Yeah. But um, a couple of the other ones for you. Uh, the average person is looking for a change at work every eight years. Makes change sense. hairstyle 14 months. Refresh their diet 12 months. New car every seven years. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'm on board with this. I think that, uh, like, I think it gets easy for people to condemn it and say that you're either being compulsive or, you know, how often do we hear that at a certain point in life, right? Midlife crisis. You just got to settle down, figure it out. No, thanks. But it's good to to come up with something, even the, even add just something new, not just reset to add something new to it. Because again, I think that. A routine is good. I mm-hmm. think humans seek out routine. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're not careful, routine becomes rut. Yes. And then you become just stuck creatively, yeah. mentally. And then you're like, I don't want to do any of this. Yeah. I don't enjoy this. This stinks. This is this is a conversation my therapist and I actually had on like Wednesday. We were just talking about change and how, I mean, humans have this innate desire for change and we are constantly in this state of evolving and adapting our identity to who we are because we as humans change and grow and adapt and learn new things each year. And so being in this evaluation is there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with evaluating who it is that you are today versus who it is that you were five years ago and accepting that both of those humans are you, but you are still changing. It is with the caveat of trying to keep it somewhat within your means Mm -hmm. because the cliche, of course, is money can't buy happiness. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that people don't necessarily try and do so. Yeah. Mm, Very, very big chunk of people that do. Of course, everyone has heard the saying money can't buy happiness. But I think a lot of us would be like, well, you know. It's easy to say that when I don't have $10 billion. Correct. Like, I feel like I had $10 billion, I might be a little bit happier. Be all right with this. AJ McCall on VFX. The interesting thing, though, is according to a recent survey, 88% of people have admitted to buying something in an effort to just make themselves happy. Yeah. And 43% of people have gone into some kind of debt trying to find out if money can buy (laughs) happiness. Yeah. (laughs) And I think we're all do, you know, fresh talk about resetting, right? Not being compulsive, but I think we're all. Do occasionally for compulsive purchases once oh, yeah. in a while, right? Look, I got I got to be real. I got to be real. Okay, money doesn't buy happiness. It does buy slight doses of dopamine and then immediate regret. And that's what it says. The big issue is, is that ultimately it is short. It is fleeting happiness. People look for that sl- slight hit of dopamine, <laughs> a little bit. Uh, and, and come on, <laughs> come on. And look, no, nobody is a, nobody is by themselves on this. Like everybody, again, has their compulsive purchase. I think the biggest thing that I've noticed is if you ever like if you switch jobs mm-hmm. or you get a, a decent pay raise and you get that urge, and you're like, well, rolling it a little splurge. bit, a little splurge. I think a little, sh- a little treat myself. I a little bit more money to play with now. And mm-hmm. That's the one. That's the big one that I've had to fight off, and, and not successfully <laughs> every time either. Yeah. The interesting thing is during the pandemic. What the, the study also found is that the saying changed for people okay. in terms of, you know, because it's cliche, money can't buy happiness, but it did the ch- change a little bit to money can buy less stress. Mm, okay. 
And I think the way that that only makes sense is I don't like the word by particularly that situation. Like, obviously, let, if you're if you're well, no, I mean, it can provide, I think, because I don't provide in terms of if you have practice like foresight or financial security, ta like tactics in terms of preparing. Right. OK. Yeah. One of the biggest things I've noticed is that when Ashley and I talk to people about the trips that we take, people talk about how. When they're like, oh, that had to be crazy expensive. And then we give them a number and they go, that's really not that expensive. But the thing is, is that people don't like. Prepare. Uh, yeah. But like, like call it buckets, right? You mm -hmm. just, you don't separate it where you can save individually for things, a car, a house, a right. wedding, a trip, whatever it is. You can set stuff specifically aside for goals, financial goals. Yes. And so like in that situation, I think that's. I agree because there's always a statistic that comes out, and I don't know, maybe it'll change this year post-pandemic with how crazy everything's been, but it's like, what is it, over 50% of Americans couldn't handle a bill, a surprise, I think it's $500, yeah. $700 bill. Yeah. And like, that's the situation, and I get, and that's one of the situations where I think the cliche makes sense, can provide less stress if you think about it in terms of, I don't know, like for me, I find happiness in the fact that my rainy day fund is prepared. Right. Heaven Security. Forbid. Yeah. Is more forbid. so what it is. You come in today, AJ, you're done. Bye. Got to set aside so that I could, I've got a couple months here to buy myself some time. That's what I think I find happiness. And then I think a little bit of this, we talked about the stuff that's the key to uh, living a fulfilling life and the reset stuff. It's self-awareness a little bit because I think it's one of those areas it's interesting too to sort out what your love language is. Yeah. Because I think that's part of it too because if your love language is was it gifts and services or is, it, or is it combining two of them? That's two of them. There's okay. acts of service and acts gifts. Of service and gifts. Yeah. And now you got to find a way to address that in a way that uh, is not financially detrimental. Correct. Now, I could speak on this for hours because I racked up a bajillion dollars in credit card debt once upon a time. And I'm really grateful because Dustin ended up teaching me. So I've actually learned like financial wellness, financial preparedness a little bit with it. So yes. Yes, I, I agree in all of these things. Yes. I think McCall's a prime example to, I don't want to say rewiring the system, right? But you talk about the, you know, the situation you got in financially. And then I've heard you talk about the situation you're in now where you got me. You're like money set aside now. And you're yeah, like, I'm excited about it. Heck yeah. High fives it's, all around. It's the coolest because it's like you have the power to be able to control those kinds of things. It takes time. It takes time. And patience is not a thing that I think a lot of people... Um, prioritize or want to be a part of because I don't disagree. Yeah, so it it that's what it comes down to is really just just time and self control, and also that extra video game, whatever makeup, whatever it is, fleeting, yeah. fleeting happiness. Yeah, set aside a certain percentage that you can spend on yourself every single month, and then as soon as you do that, set aside a certain amount of money that you can you know. Put aside for everything else. What the lady said. Yeah. Uh, there's been a lot of not good about this pandemic. Mm -hmm. Financial situation being one of them. But apparently there's one good thing, and that is specifically the mask. Before you get all up in arms, it has just totally to do with apparently what it does for your looks. Oh. Does it feel great when it, you're more attractive if you say, uh, just cover up half your face? Yeah. 
Yeah, one good thing to come out of the pandemic is the mask, because now you get to wear on your face things you support, I suppose. <laughs> and before we get all upset about wearing them, I just want to talk about the fact that society, somebody decided to do a study about whether or not it makes you more attractive. Uh-huh. And I think that's just a factor that we've had them for so long. Well, we might as well take a look into them. Yep. AJ McCall on VFX. And the answer is both men and women are resounding yes. Yeah. And I'm the only one that feels it a little bit not uh, confidence-inducing <laughs> that they're like, all right, so if you cover up half your face, you're actually better looking. Yeah. It doesn't feel great. Not really. Not to mention, you wear that mask for a while, and then you get the oil and the, the Dude, mask knee. Mask knee is terrible. Ugh. The worst, actually. Ugh. The reason actually why, and it may be because it covers up half your face, who mm-hmm. knows, but the reason they say is because it draws attention to your eyes. The eyes. Correct. The eyes are the window of the soul. Right next to the stomach. <laughs> I'd actually agree with both of those things. I know. I do. If you wanted to read a person, uh, an eye's a good place to look, and, uh, you know, the stomach a good place to look to to see kind of determine uh, <laughs> a lot about them in terms of who they are. I was just saying it from, like, an eating perspective. That's what I meant. Like, I agree. Yeah. Because, like, are they going to try new things? That's a hiring tactic, right? You take yep. someone out with the, the is it soup? I think it's what it doesn't matter. You see if you put they put salt or pepper on it beforehand. Yep. To see if they're willing to try it or if they're staunch in the way they do things. They're like, nope, don't care, not going to try it, put it on. Yep. The iron tactic thing. But good news. So uh, just keep the mask and attractiveness going through the roof. There you go. That's right. Look at those eyeballs. You know, if if you're so inclined to be someone, I'm not. Put it makeup on, half a face. All you got to worry about, right? I got to be honest. I don't know why it's taken us this long to understand this. As somebody who, you know, plays with makeup, dabbles in makeup artistry and things, that's what you accentuate when you do eyeshadow. Yeah. Like you do big eyeshadow. You do, you know, winged liner. You do mascara and things. Sure, you contour your face and whatever a little bit and... Yeah, the base gets some attention, but the eyes are always what gets way more attention anyway. Just makes total sense. Yeah, because what? Because you with the whole thing, right? You try to make the cheeks look sucked in. You do make try to look the lips stand a little out. bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense. But for the most part, eyes are where your main focus goes. Eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, one day though, I'll have, probably have to wear one over my forehead. Mm. So just, just this. Sorry for my big forehead. Well, if I head. do just eyes, am I max attractive? Is that what we're talking about? Like if I do forehead and my nose? No. <laughs> you know, it's funny. Throughout the week when it comes to park next, try not to look at the votes. Like obviously a little bit of an inkling of which way it's leaning based on how the comments come in. But just wait until Friday to tally them all up so don't get you know sidetracked or anything like that. Mm-hmm. AJ McCall at VFX. And so we had a message come in this morning. We were talking about it and voted for number one, said that, couldn't believe how obnoxious it was for someone to get out, move the cone, and finish parking. Which is what happened in nominee number one. They parked on a stripy rectangle, and I was, yeah, the audacity, right? Yeah. So, okay, that I'm curious to see. I know two's doing pretty well. That was one of very few votes for nominee number one. Really? Minuscule amount of votes. Number two ran away from it from the get-go. Huh. And I think I think we stumbled onto it a little bit today. I think it's just the fact that like just the haphazard, not caring at all, stripy rectangle, parking the wrong parking not in a spot they're allowed to, parking facing the wrong way, just all of that. People are like, that person clearly has more audacity yeah. than the first one. Yeah. 
overwhelming win for nominee number two, now voted by you, the most annoying Parker in Cash Valley this week. So what happens for those new to Parknarks is that they get set aside in the winner's column. Mm-hmm. the end of the year, we'll have a 2022 tournament of all the worst and find out who is the worst Parker in 2022. So uh, our Narker, the person who took the picture, they're going to win a Johnny Spudnuts gift card. They're going to move on to the tournament later this year. They punch their entry. If you see terrible parking, safely take a picture, submit it to Facebook, to Twitter, to Instagram, Utah's VFX for all three, and you could be playing for a weekly prize and potentially being entered in for the tournament for the worst Parker of 2022. And at some point, we got to do a grand tournament when we get all of the winners of tournaments together. I don't know what that number needs to be, but right now it's two. Yeah, yeah. Way to go, guys. <laughs> Not a very big tournament. We, we got two. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Submit your nominees. Vote for Parknarks each week. Utah's VFX on our social media. VFX's Facebook roulette. Our chance to make them question why they hired us because we show off our sense of humor and then decide we need to put it on the VFX Facebook page. Yeah. AJ Knight, McCall Taylor, if you're friends with us, then we can like and share the posts that we find best on our feed. And that's how, of course, how we see our feeds when Facebook chooses to show it to us. Of course, because sometimes it doesn't do that. No, it doesn't. At all. And it makes me mad. Very much. So I I landed on Steven's post uh, from Imgur. It says, five-year-old me, I just ate the cotton candy from the attic. My dad, you what? (laughs) (laughs) Spicy cotton candy. More than a little bit. Mm. My tummy itches. I don't know. I let I let in my friend Patrick. It says adulthood is wild because one day you get a little sleepy and then you stay that way for the rest of your life. Dude, I hate that. It's really true though. <laughs> uh, you can win. Yay! The AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor, finding at us across all social media. Uh, don't forget Friday means high school basketball is going on. So find that at CashValleyDaily.com. While you're on the internet, you know maybe check out. Anywhere podcasts are, if you missed the A.J. McCall show, just search for A.J. McCall, like Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio app. It be all there. Um, A.J. McCall on Facebook and Instagram, the combined, the A-J-A-N-D-M-C-C-A-L-L. It's our names with and in the middle. You can find that. We definitely, we start working on a kind of a video podcast thing. That uh, chunks of that started going up. Yeah. Just recommend it. Yep. And uh, if you buy tickets to the when We Were, we were young, young Festival. Tell us about it. Would love to hear about that on our social media. Please. So all about it. Kind of, kind of sketchy and I decided I'm not going to go. So I want to know how that experience went. Utah's VFX, all social media. Going to be cold this weekend. Yay! Yay! Big yay. So until Monday morning for the AJ McCall Show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.